Welcome to another episode of the Dose of Leadership podcast, the show that brings you inspiring and educational interviews with today's most relevant and motivating leaders. Each episode is dedicated to highlight real-life leadership and influence experts who dedicate their lives to the pursuit of the truth, common sense, and courageous leadership. And now, here's your host, Richard Ryerson. Hey, welcome to Dose of Leadership. So happy you're tuning into the show. I've been getting a lot of requests from folks from doing doing more solo episodes. I have a list of 37 topics, 37 short episodes that I want to do. When I say short, somewhere between 10 and 15 minutes long. And I promised myself at the beginning of the summer that I would get to them, and I did not. My summer did not go as planned. It was a little more busy as usual because primarily getting my daughter off to college. But as we get into fall here, I'm going to... Try something different and start pushing out more solo episodes. I get a lot of feedback. I get more feedback than anything when I do a solo episode. So you're asking for them, I'm going to give them. So please uh, bear with me over the next few months as I sprinkle in these solo episodes in between all these uh, interviews and conversations. Again, thank you for being a fan of Dose of Leadership. If you're new to this show... It's primarily a conversation interview show, but uh, again, I'm doing more solo episodes. And today I want to talk about setting the example. I've talked about this before. The show's five years old. I've, I've sprinkled in, I think, a solo episode in the very beginning talking about setting the example. But I want to just talk about some basics, some fundamentals, because it's critical. I think setting the example is Leadership 101. This is, I think, the foundational presence principle, as I call them, when it comes to leadership. And, uh, of course, setting the example makes common sense. It sounds good. It's easy to understand. But why is it so difficult? I don't know. We'll, we'll dive into that. I'll give you some of my thoughts here. But I think, first and foremost, you have to realize when you're on this leadership journey, no matter how senior you are or if you're just starting out, whether you know it or whether you like it or not, you are a role model. When you start to dip your foot in the leadership pool, you have to understand that the spotlight is on you. And because of that, because you have you know, agreed to become a better leader, then you're going to sacrifice. And particularly, you're going to sacrifice your personal rights, your personal freedoms. A lot of times we don't think that's fair, that's right, but that's the reality of leadership. The more leadership responsibility you have, the more accountabilities that you acquire, the bigger the spotlight becomes on you and therefore the less personal freedoms you have. I think that's just a fact. I mean, you have to do it. If you can't accept that, then you cannot call yourself a leader. You have to realize that people are always watching you even when they're not looking at you. That is tantamount. I can't tell you how many times in my corporate career I didn't see so much in the Marine Corps, but I saw this a lot as I uh, raised, rose up the ranks in the civilian corporate sector, that I would see people what I call lawyer up. And what I mean by that is they would do something. They were perceived as doing something. They said something. We had some kind of conflict or some sort of dysfunction in the team. And typically what I'd see happen is the parties would lawyer up. They would defense up and they said, well, look, here's all the facts. And every time I was faced with that, and I was faced with my subordinates or my team members, and they would try to come to the um, resolution or t dealing with what's happened, lawyered up. 
And that was their first mistake. If you're going to call yourself a leader, you have to understand one of the unfortunate truths or the unfortunate realities of leadership in life is that perception is reality. I wish this wasn't the case, but it is. How you're perceived is what the truth really is. Now, that may not make sense or may not seem fair, but the reality is if I perceive you as a thief and you've never stolen anything in your life, but if I perceive that you're a thief, then you're a thief. And that sucks. So you must be constantly aware of how you're being perceived. Facts are your friends. Don't get me wrong. The truth will always and typically rules the day. But sometimes these facts just don't matter. It's extremely critical that you are aware, very aware, of how you're being perceived. It's best to avoid faulty perceptions altogether. So what I'm saying that you must do is that you must become maniacally, and I don't use that word lightly, become maniacally aware of how you're coming across. And that means the attention to detail of even the little things, how you're dressed, how you carry yourself. Are you chewing gum? Do you swear too much? What does your car look like? I mean, all those little things matter. The Marine Corps, we call it attention to detail because those little things do matter. They add up. The good news is it can immediately set you apart from the everyday mediocre. It will get you noticed in a positive way. You've heard me say this time and time again, that leadership is about intentionality and awareness, particularly self-awareness. Now, I'm not asking you to be a robot or get so freaked out worrying about what everybody thinks about you. That's not what I mean. But it is having this awareness of constantly, or constantly being aware of how you're being perceived. What are people thinking about you? There's a story I used to always tell when I give these presentations about, it's like called in the Marine Corps, it's like this, the oil change story. And when I was in the Marine Corps and I lived in base housing in, in Cherry Point, North Carolina, and I remember on the weekend I was going to change the oil in my car. I always liked you know, doing that. It got a great deal of satisfaction. It saved me some money. So I got the oil filter and the oil on a Friday after I got off work and then Saturday morning went and drained the oil. You know, I was wearing like oil changing clothes. I hadn't shaved. And I realized after I drained the oil that I had the wrong filter. So I had to go back to the base exchange, the store on the base to exchange it for the right size. But I was looking pretty scruffy. You know, I had unshaven oil-stained clothes, didn't look my best. Now, typically, if this happened today, if I did this here in the civilian community, I would just put on a ball cap and put in a piece of gum in my mouth to freshen my breath and go exchange it. But there I didn't. I changed, I showered, I shaved, put on a fresh pair of clothes because I couldn't afford the perception of somebody that I was in in my squadron or some of the, the people, the enlisted folks that would see me, see me in that kind of scruffy state. Now, that's an extreme example, and I'm not saying that you need to do that at that level. The Marine Corps mission was different than everything else, but the intent stays the same. You need to be aware and you need to be intentional about how you carry yourself and how you come across. You need to be authentic, but you need to be completely aware, constantly realizing 
that the eyes of the people are on you, even when they're not technically looking at you, right? Another aspect of this setting the example is what I call avoid appearing managerial. And what I mean by that is, how many people have you worked with or have you come across, maybe they've been your friends and you maybe your peers and one of them gets promoted or maybe yourself, you got promoted. And it seems like the moment they put on that manager t-shirt or collared shirt with the manager name tag, they became a completely different person. The story I always like to tell is what I call the, the toilet clean stories. When I was a VP of operations for a hotel company and I had a individual who was a, um, for one of my hotels, was a facility supervisor. He was basically the second in command, the Scotty of the ship, if you will. And he was very sharp, kept the hotel just immaculate. Well, property manager moved on and it made sense for us to promote this facility supervisor into the property manager. And we did. He went through the proper training. A couple of months went by and I was visiting the hotel and it went completely downhill. The bathroom wasn't clean. The public bathroom, the one that you walked in, it wasn't clean anymore. And it was really going downhill. And I'm like, hey, you know, I pulled him aside and said, what has happened? You used to have the cleanest hotel on the property when you're a facility supervisor. Now you're a property manager and it's becoming one of the worst. What happened? He said, yeah, that damn facility supervisor we hired is, wasn't worth a damn. He can't clean a toilet to save his life. I'm like, well, why, you know, why is that the case? You, you know how to do it. I would assume that he would be cleaning it like you did. Well, I'm the property manager now. I don't got time to, to show him how to do that. Eh, wrong answer, bud. Wrong answer. You don't like how the toilet's being cleaned? Then get down on your knees and actively show how you want it to be cleaned. I can't tell you how many times setting the example, people think, hey, I'm above that now. I can delegate that. And I think a lot of it stems from people saying, well, I don't want to be a micromanager. I get that. But look, you need to actively lead how you want things to be. That means if you don't like how the toilet is being cleaned, then teach a man to fish. Get down on your knees. Show them how you want it to be properly cleaned. It's not, it's not beneath you, right? You don't do the work for them, right? You need to teach them how to fish type of thing. But you must be willing to set the example to drive home expectations. That's the point I'm trying to make, right? Setting the example. It is such common sense. It is leadership 101. Look, the bottom line about setting an example, you can sum it up. I didn't even have to spend 10 minutes telling you this, but to me, if you're, if you're going to be a leader, your foundation has, has to be setting the example. And all it simply means is this. Setting the example is doing the right thing even when no one is looking. That's all it is. Easy to understand. We could talk for hours about why we don't do that. We can talk for hours why you are doing things that you don't want anybody to know about. Look, we're all guilty of it. But if you can get up every single day and with every intention and do the right thing, even when no one is looking, you're already setting yourself apart from the status quo, right? Let me know what you think about this episode. Give me your thoughts on setting the example. You can reach out to me 
on the contact page at doseofleadership.com or richardryerson.com. You can also send me an email directly at richard at doseofleadership.com. I answer every email. I want to know where you're at in your journey. I love hearing from you folks and seeing where you're at. And it may take me a while to get back to you, but I promise you I will. I will get back to you, and it can be for anything. Just tell me where you're at in your journey. We'll strike up a conversation and become part of the Dose of Leadership tribe. This show is brought to you by my course, Legacy Leader Blueprint. I plug it on every show. But I'm proud of this course. This is my personal baby. It's 20 high-impact videos that will allow you to become a true leader of influence. If you want to defeat mediocrity, if you want to defeat stagnation in your life, both personally and professionally, if you're your organization, if you've got a team of high performers and you're struggling to get some leadership development under your belt, maybe you're an HR director who's just buried with recruiting and retention and legalese and you don't have time for the fun HR stuff, the, the leadership development piece, I can help augment with that with Legacy Leader Blueprint at $349 a seat. It does not break the bank. And you'll have access to 20 high-impact videos, four modules on leadership fundamentals, leading yourself, leading others, and transformational leadership topics that will allow you to start creating a high-impact culture of initiative, of trust, building empowered teams, and again, defeating that mediocrity and stagnation, which drives me crazy. You also get some bonuses, 10 life hacks on how to punch adversity in the face, and my Dose of Leadership Common Sense Guide. It's all included in an online course. And on top of that, if you buy the Platinum course, you will get four live interactive sessions with me to go over each module, about an hour, hour and a half. And it's a high-impact course. I can read you a testimonial here from Sean Van Dyke. The depth and breadth of this tra training is amazing, he says. He considered me a mentor via his podcast, Dose of Leadership, and he says he was thrilled to learn of my course, and he signed up immediately. He feels it was incredible return on his investments and the depth and breadth of my coaching program, he says, is unlike anything he has ever experienced. And if you want to become a better leader, then sign up for the course. Sean has become a great friend, and he's a great entrepreneur himself. He knows a lot about leadership, and it means a lot that he got so much impact and value out of this course. So go to doseofleadership.com, richardryerson.com, click on the Legacy Leader Blueprint links. You can learn more. Sign up for the free video, 20-minute video, gives the top secrets of leadership and gives you access or information about the course. And you can sign up immediately. Three options to choose from, but if you get that platinum course, 349, you'll get some free four. That's almost six hours of free coaching sessions with me in addition to the 20 high-impact videos. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Let me know what you think about the solo episode. More to come. Again, thanks for being a fan of Dose of Leadership, and I'll see you on the next episode. Richard invites you to become a part of the Dose of Leadership community. Visit doseofleadership.com and sign up to receive his free Common Sense Leadership ebook, a guide that highlights how all of us can learn to become calm, confident, consistent, and courageous in all aspects of our lives. Richard is also available as a speaker for your next event. Richard specializes in practical leadership and change management. He has a philosophy of inspiring everyone to think and act like a leader, which is based on timeless natural principles and common sense. You can get more info by visiting doseofleadership.com. <music>